...interpreting them and searching out symbols, rather like some of the teachers we had for English at school. Mrs Sloot, for instance, she thought the baseball mitt in Catcher in the Rye was a symbol of compassion, and if anyone disagreed with her, she got really ratchet and shouted, Don't be rude! It's just symbols, I reassured Lewis. You know, the kind of thing Mrs Sloot goes on about. The dream isn't really about murder or being a psychopath. What's it about, then? Well, something you've been hiding and don't want anyone to find out, but something you don't really care about all that much. There was a silence on the end of the line. Nothing very important, I prompted. Something quite small and ordinary. The peculiar image of the kidneys in plastic wrap flitted across my mind. It must mean something. And all at once I had it. The bioprax, I shouted. Lewis hadn't handed in a bioprac all term. He was seven behind, and parent-teacher night was coming up pretty soon. Those kidneys in plastic, I explained. They're symbols, just like burying's a symbol. And you don't feel guilty in the dream because it's not murder at all. Just overdue homework. Nothing really important. So you see, you're not a psychopath. You're perfectly normal. Yeah, agreed Lewis. He didn't sound too happy about it. I suppose he didn't like being reminded about the bioprax. Perhaps he'd rather have been a psychopath after all. It was less boring than homework anyway. Take a day off, I advised him. Tell your mum you've got asthma. Stay home and finish them all off. You'll feel better. Thanks, he said glumly. Back in bed, I couldn't get to sleep. The phone call had started me thinking about being normal... When I was a little kid, I never thought about myself or other people this way, worrying about whether they were normal or strange or anything at all except themselves. People were simply there. It seems to me sometimes that I was happier when I thought in this simple way. Since I've gone on to high school, being normal has become a matter of importance. All of us are secretly worried that we might not be normal, that there might be something a bit queer about us, something that shows, that other kids can point to and laugh about. Like my real name, for instance. It's... I can hardly bear to write it down. Almeric. The Capsellers, who are a bookish couple, found the name in Cole's funny picture book. It means work ruler, as Mr Capsella told me in his teacherly fashion when I complained about not being called Brett or Scott or Simon or even plain James. You'll be grateful when you're 40, Mrs Capsella chimed in. Why? Names like Brett and Scott were fashionable when you were born. They're all 70s names. Of course they are. That's why I wanted one. They're modern, not like Almeric. But don't you see? When you're 40 and you've got a name like Brett, everyone will know your age. It's like flared jeans or those skinny shirts with pointed collars. People know how old they are. Almeric is ageless. Thanks a lot, I muttered. Not that it matters. No one at high school knows my real name. It's been Al so long that it's been forgotten. All of us kids try hard to pass for normal, wearing the same clothes and hairstyles and being pretty careful about what we say and do in front of each other. But it's a difficult business. You're never quite sure you're being normal because you're never quite sure what being normal means. You can only be sure what's wrong, never what's right. And you always feel somehow that what you have is bound to be less normal than what others have. Sometimes I think it's a question of numbers or being first. 
If you have a sweatshirt with a daggy label, it can be pretty shaming. But if three or four kids have the same shirt, then it's not so bad. It might even become a fashion. At the moment, it's abnormal to have a girlfriend, because no one in Form 4 has one except Broadside Williams, and he doesn't count. But if four or five kids had girlfriends, then it would be all right. It would be normal, and not having one would seem strange. It's confusing. Having normal parents is part of it. No one wants visible parents, unless they are pop stars or footballers. Parents should be perfectly ordinary and unobtrusive, quiet and orderly, well-dressed and polite, hard-working and as wealthy as possible. Like children in the olden days, they should be seen and not heard, and preferably not seen very much at all. The Capsellas are a real liability. Not Mr Capsella. He's so vague and quiet, no one notices him much. But Mrs Capsella does the one thing a parent should never do.